0: Good morning, we thank God for another day. Today is day 18 of the giftings and callings come 21 day encounter, experience, prayer and fasting. We continue this prayer and fasting period focusing on Psalm 63 verse 1 to 2. O God thou art my God. Early will I seek thee, my soul thirsteth for thee. My flesh longeth for thee in a dry and thirsty land where no water is. To see thy power and thy glory, so as I have seen thee in the sanctuary. Today, our focus is, Elisha receives a double portion from Elijah, shall we pray. Our dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this opportunity. Even as your word comes forth, may it come with power to convict each of us and for Jesus to be revealed. Spirit of God, lead us, teach us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So 2 Kings 2, 8-15. to Now Elijah took his mantle, rolled it up, and struck the water. And it was divided this way and that, so that the two of them crossed over on dry ground. And so it was when they had crossed over that Elijah said to Elisha, Ask, what may I do for you before I am taken away from you? Elisha said, Let a double portion of your spirit be upon me. So he said, You have asked a hard thing. Nevertheless, if you see me when I am taking from you, it shall be so for you. But if not, it shall not be so. Then it happened, as they continued on and talked, that suddenly a chariot of fire appeared with horses of fire and separated the two of them. And Elijah went up by a whirlwind into heaven." And Elisha saw it, and he cried out, My father, my father, the chariot of Israel and its horsemen. So he saw him no more. And he took hold of his own clothes and tore him them into two pieces. He also took up the mantle of Elijah that had fallen from him and went back and stood by the bank of the Jordan. Then he took the mantle of Elijah that had fallen from him and struck the water and said, Where is the Lord God of Elijah? And when he also had struck the water, it was divided this way and that, and Elisha crossed over. Now, when the sons of the prophets who were from Jericho saw him, they said, The spirit of Elijah rests on Elisha, and they came to meet him and bowed to the ground before him. So, this passage um, focuses on Elisha and Elijah in the last days of Elijah upon the earth. And as we delve into this, there are seven points that we need to take note of even as we study this encounter. Now, the first thing is responding to the call. So we are talking about receiving encounters, having an experience of Encounters And these seven things, the first of which is responding to the call, are steps or are things we need to observe so that we can experience encounters. So the first thing is responding to the call. And we are told in 1 Kings 19 verse 19 that Elijah anointed Elisha as directed by God. And then we are told in 1 Kings 19 verse 21, two verses later, that Elisha left his occupation and his family to follow Elijah. And we are told that he served and followed him. And we'll elaborate this in the next two points. Now, the second point is Serving we are told um, when Elisha was anointed by Elijah, he left to serve him. And this was confirmed in 2 Kings 3 verse 11 when the king was searching for a prophet in Israel to consult with. And his servants referred to Elisha as the one who poured water on the hands of Elijah, which simply implied that he served Elijah. Now, the third thing to take note of is following hard. So, in 2 Kings 2, 1-7, that's the first seven verses of the chapter in which this encounter is recorded, we are told that Elijah and Elisha left Gilgal. And Elijah told Elisha to stay at Gilgal, where he they were moved from, and also stay at Bethel, and that God had told him to go to Jericho. And Elisha stayed. Now, following hard requires that we are faithful and we are persistent. And this is reflected in Elisha's response when Elijah requested that he stay and he, Elijah, proceed to the other places that he said the Lord had sent him to. Elisha told him, as surely as the Lord lives and your soul lives, I will not leave you. And Elijah told him this three times. He told him he was going to Bethel from Gilgal, so he should wait. He told him he was going to um, Jericho from Bethel and told him to wait. And then he told him he was going to Jordan from Jericho and told him to wait there. And interestingly, on two occasions, that's at Bethel and Jericho, the sons of the prophets prophesied to Elijah that, his master Elijah was going to leave. But it is stated that Elisha told them he knew already. Now Elisha therefore followed Elijah from Gilgal to Bethel to Jericho and then to the Jordan. Fifty of the prophets who had prophesied to Elisha stood afar off at Jordan and watched the two of them proceed to the Jordan River. And he stated that they stood afar off. These were people that were content to prophesy. But they were not focused on following. Elisha was focused on following Elijah. And we will see what the outcome of that was. The next step is number four, desiring. In verse 8 to 10. 2nd Kings 2 we are told that Elijah asked Elisha what he wanted and Elisha said he wanted the double portion and the double portion refers to an inheritance or a blessing that was reserved for the firstborns, according to Deuteronomy 2 verse 17 and was to be a double portion or double what others received and we are told that Elkanah favored Hannah in this way when she was without child in 1st Samuel 1 verse 5 that he gave him uh, he, El gave Hannah a double portion as compared to Penina, his other wife. And Elijah's response tells us how weighty that request was. The request of Elisha came from a deep desire, and that's reflected in the weight of the request. Now, the fifth point is perceiving and discerning people and seasons or timings. So we mentioned earlier that Elisha had already perceived that Elijah would be leaving soon. And even though Elijah told him three times to stay, Elisha knew, he had discerned that the right thing to do was to keep following. And we are told in 1 Chronicles 12, verse 32, that the sons of Issachar, they understood the times and knew what Israel should do. Two hundred chiefs with all their relatives under their command. This was the testimony of the sons of Isaac. And we are told that Jesus spoke to the Pharisees in Matthew 16, 1 to 3. He said, when the clouds gather, they can see it's about to rain. Or when they observe the weather, they say it is about to rain. But why is it that they cannot discern the times that they are in? So it is required of us to be able to discern seasons and timings. Now, Elijah had told Elisha that the only way for his request to be granted is if he, Elisha, sees him when he is taking, And that we see in 2 Kings 2 verse 10. And we see the fulfillment of that promise. And we see that when the chariot came, Elisha exclaimed, My father, my father. Elisha discerned who Elijah was to him. And then he went on to exclaim, The chariot of Israel and the horsemen thereof. In verse 12. And we see a similar encounter in 2 Kings 6, verse 16 where Elisha stood with his servants. And we are told that when they were surrounded, the prophets prayed that the servants' eyes would be opened. And behold, he then saw the chariots surrounding them, heavenly chariots. And here we see that Elisha was able to discern the chariots of Israel coming for his father, Elijah. The import of this in Matthew 16, verse 13 to 17, in Peter's confession of the Christ, that when others were calling Jesus a prophet, calling him um, John the Baptist, calling him Elijah, Peter had the right confession of Christ. And he said, flesh and blood has not revealed this to thee, Peter. Meaning that Peter had been able to rightly perceive or discern Jesus Christ now the sixth point is observing and imitating so we see in verse 8 of second kings 2 that elisha saw elijah with the mantle at the jordan and he witnessed the division of the jordan with that mantle so they could cross over to the other side now when elijah leaves elisha takes the mantle and verse 13 to 14, he calls on the God of Elijah. He says, where is the God of Elijah? And then he smote the river Jordan and then it divided this way and that way. He had replicated the miracle by calling on the God of Elijah. This is a godly principle. And we see that God is referred to as God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, both in the Old and the New Testament. And it is in reference to the covenant ...that God had with Abraham and his seed Isaac and Jacob. And God made reference to this even when he met Moses at the burning bush. He said, I am the God of Abraham, Isaac and Jacob. And when he was sending him to Egypt... ...and Moses asked how he is to identify the one sending him to the Israelites... ...God told him to identify the one sending him as the God of Abraham, Isaac and Jacob. So therefore calling on God as the God of a person or of somebody is reference to God's identity, character, and or his word as revealed in his relationship and dealings with that person. In 1 Corinthians 11 verse 1, Paul says that we should imitate him even as he imitates Christ. He says we should pattern his life as is said in the Amplified version, patting yourself after me. Follow my example as I imitate Christ. But here we also need to be cautious in that we, it must be based on a conviction from revelation. So our observational imitation okay, of an act by somebody else should be based on conviction from a revelation. And we see that when there is no conviction from a revelation, the outcome is not very good. And we see that in Acts 19, verse 13 to 16, where the sons of Sceva, who were exorcists, and one version calls them vagabond exorcists, they tried to replicate driving out evil spirits as was being done by the apostles. And the demons clearly told them that they could not acknowledge them because they did not know them. And they went on to beat them up. Now, the last point is that we must leave the old and take up the new. That's the seventh point. Now, we see in verse 12 of our focal passage that Elijah tore his cloak in two when he saw that Elijah had been taken away. And it was probably in grief. But it was significant because it symbolized the relinquishment of the old covering or clothing. And we see this happened in Genesis 2 when the Adam and Eve fell and they covered themselves with some some leaves. And when God came and saw what they had done and had issued his judgment, he then went on to take the wool of a lamp to cover them, to replace the covering that they had sought to use themselves, which is embodied in 2 Corinthians 5 verse 17. Elisha took Elijah's mantle and walked into the new season, picking up from where Elijah, Elijah had left off. And that was dividing the river Jordan. We thank God for this time in his presence. And we've learned to experience encounters. We must first respond to the call. We must be found to, to serve. Three, we should follow hard. By being persistent and faithful. Four, we should be desirous. Five, we should perceive or discern people and seasons or timings. Number six, we should observe and imitate. And seven, we should leave the old and take up the new. May the Lord bless his word and may the spirit of God minister to us throughout this day, even as we meditate and pray on these things. God bless you.